0: Hi, and welcome to the Psyche Podcast, where we discuss all things mindset, mental wellbeing, and living your best life. I'm your host, Hannah, and I'm a mindset and mental wellbeing coach and founder of Psyche Coaching. Welcome, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. Ooh, Wellbeing Wednesday. I'm pretty sure that's how it's done. <laughs> How I started last Wednesday, I'll I'll come up with some more unique ways of starting the show. But honestly, I've had an afternoon of editing, which has taken longer than I anticipated. So I'm feeling a bit, ugh, Um, but also a bit, huh, which I don't know if that's the natural opposite. (laughs) Yes, if you were with us Monday, this is a, a different episode. It is a solo episode. And I did some solo episodes in the first season to varying degrees of quality I think looking back on some of them I think some were were not as high quality as hopefully the show is now um, where I've kind of dived into different topics and I'm going to give you a bit of an intro into how this episode came about and it was from reflecting on the conversations that we've had and the guests that we've had on and the kind of topics that we've covered and particularly those that lean towards the mental health experience end of the spectrum if you like and I realized that we hadn't really talked about about depression in real detail so we've covered anxiety PTSD bipolar schizophrenia all kinds of uh, topics but depression is one that we hadn't really gone over a, a, a huge amount um And it's one that I talk about a lot when I'm a guest on other shows and reference occasionally. But I did Sorry. (laughs) I should not swear there is a giant house spider on my desk. Uh, Anyway, never mind. Uh, (laughs) If I suddenly drop off, it's because he's come running at me. Um, But never mind. Anyway, sorry, (laughs) completely lost my train of thought. Um, He's on the move. Um, Yes, depression is something that I... I share about, and this came about because I'd kind of been reflecting on my own journey with depression, I guess, and kind of where I'm at and what depression looks like. And particularly, I had been thinking about a couple of topics that I I talk about in this episode, namely self-stigma and the the sort of, I guess, the self-help industry and the tips and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not going to steal my own thunder by sort of talking about it all now, Um, but this. I'd been, I've been thinking about depression. I've been thinking about having a conversation about it, and I recorded this just because I had lots of things on my mind, and I just stopped, um, pulled into a lay-by actually, <laughs> and uh, recorded this on my phone on the voice recorder as a sort of stream of consciousness of uh, my thoughts on depression. Uh, I recorded this like two weeks ago, um, and I've pretty much just left it as is in terms of the audio. So hopefully it makes sense. is <laughs> articulate. And um, and I did get a phone call part way through. So it kind of much like the spider that has appeared and now just uh, disappeared again, completely through my chain my of thought. But um, hopefully it's something that you'll find useful if you are experiencing or have experienced depression, if you know anyone who has, or even just for a bit more perspective on depression. But also I think you know, my thoughts on the kind of self-help and, and tips and that kind of stuff and self-stigma, I think to an extent are applicable to any kind of mental health challenges or even just life. <laughs> so hopefully uh, you find it interesting, you find it useful. So yeah, let's, let's go for it. So today I'm going to do something a bit different. Uh, from the way the podcast has currently been working. We've got into lots of guests and interviews. I love talking to a range of guests and hearing their stories, their perspectives, their ideas. I think it's really interesting to consider different ways of seeing the world and seeing situations and different strategies and and all of that kind of stuff. Um, But I kind of wanted to get a bit more personal today I guess and think about my story a little bit um, and particularly about depression and it's something I've shared before on the podcast um, a little my own journey with anxiety and, and depression and when I'm a guest on other shows something that I talk about and, and actually this week I'm recording this on a Friday on Monday uh, the first ever podcast interview I did as a guest was released which was the we don't talk about that podcast with Lucas Land and we were talking about mental health and about why it can be so difficult to talk about and in it I shared a bit of my own story and and as with anything when you listen back to something that you you've done or you look at something that you've done when you're just kind of starting out with something there are things that maybe didn't quite come across the way that I intended or or things I said that you know but overall I was pretty happy with uh, how it came out and, and kind of what I said. Um but I think depression is something we've touched on on the episode but we've not really covered in depth. Um we've not had a guest on sharing specifically about depression. We've covered other mental health conditions, bipolar, schizophrenia, PTSD, talked about anxiety, but not so much depression. And actually Depression is the the most kind of prevalent mental health condition globally. The one that has possibly the most impact on economies, if you like, if you're thinking of it from that way. Also, uh, it can be linked to quite high suicide rates um, when people are chronically severely depressed. Um, and it's something I think I've been I've been reflecting on my own journey with depression um, because, well, we'll kind of get into what depression looks like and uh, and and all of that. But I was think I've been thinking about, yeah, what depression looks like. And I've been thinking about kind of the wellness industry, wellbeing tips and even this podcast where we suggest strategies for people to try and we're very clear that it's not one size fits all it's about trying what works for you and and I I do try and preface it with you know that sometimes some of these things are really difficult to do it can be really difficult to reach out for help it can be really difficult to put in place some of these practices that come up time and time again the gratitude practice the journaling and that kind of stuff and I think I just wanted to have a really honest discussion about depression about the lows about the highs um and about that kind of ongoing picture I think if we if we think about depression we may all have a different kind of understanding of what it is, whether it is from your own personal experience, whether it is from reading, whether it is from something that you have seen in the media. Um, but at its core, depression is a sustained period of low mood. And having low mood is, is normal in itself. It's something that we, we can experience at times. And it's something that in the response to something difficult or traumatic in our life, is, an, is a natural emotional response so it's about the the kind of the length that that continues for and I guess the severity of the mood is that idea of persistence so uh, in the UK for diagnosis it's sort of two weeks of that persistent low mood um, and obviously there's sort of different levels of depression if you like and again this is a this is a spectrum so it's not a fixed point so much um but there's mild moderate and severe depression and and if you don't have such a depth if you like to to your low mood if it's low mood but not having such an impact it might be something like dysthemia which is a kind of chronic low mood but um not clinical depression per se. And I should say, as a reminder, so my, I'm a mental wellbeing coach, so kind of education coaching is my background. I am not a licensed psychologist, medical professional, uh, any of that. So this is a kind of blend of my academic understanding of depression from from having taught about depression, but my personal experience as well. So I think that's really important to to include that and you know if you I, I always recommend the mind website they have a list of some of the symptoms and the kind of diagnosis process and that that spectrum of mild to severe uh, it's to do with the number of the the characteristics the number of those symptoms that that you have over that period will we'll kind of guide that classification I'm not sure, honestly, <laughs> what uh, what level of depression, if you like, mine would have been diagnosed with. I went to the doctor a few times over, over my 20s, um, was put on antidepressants, and I guess maybe mild to moderate, um, you might have heard this term, high-functioning depression, um, which isn't a isn't a diagnostic label it's um not something that the doctor would kind of say oh you're high functioning depressive but i think it sometimes helps people to kind of understand what it means and so for me i i worked whilst being depressed it wasn't the stereotypical thing that you might see of someone unable to get out of bed and to to go about their, their daily life and to an extent i was able to a uh, function in air quotes but it wasn't in the same way I had before it's like all the the color had drained out of life it was just going through the motions through the steps without really any any feeling like kind of complete emptiness numbness just very flat and and so things that i had enjoyed i didn't enjoy Um, And I withdrew my one of my ways that I manage my own low mood is a kind of retreat into myself and and shut myself away. Because uh, maybe it's a a wider thing with my social anxiety or whatever. But that's something I'm an introvert, I'm quite sensitive, I struggle uh, with social interactions more than I do professional. So When I am in a depressive state, depressive episode, I will withdraw from those situations because that's an additional stress. It's an additional challenge that I can find overwhelming. So in my life, I have probably had a couple of depressive episodes, I'd say, Um, at least three or four periods of what i would call a, a kind of deeper depression where i um did feel suicidal at times but like passively so um there's this this idea this uh theory i don't know if it's a theory but um i know for for world suicide prevention i saw this graphic a few times about the kind of levels of suicidal ideations so I kind of think thoughts of suicide that you can be kind of passively suicidal where it's that those kind of feelings of like this is this is too much like I want I want it to stop I want off of this ride it's it's too overwhelming it's it's too much and not necessarily making plans not necessarily actively thinking it through but having those those kind of thoughts returning and that's definitely where I have been at times And um, I've been on antidepressants a couple of times, which for me gave me enough of a lift to be able to do some of the other things that can be really beneficial for mental health. Those kind of like the tips that our guests suggest, those things that can sustain mental wellness, those things like the self-care and the nutrition and the sleep and the exercise and and all of those things and the connection. Because if we think about well-being and and some of the things that can be really good connection is one of the big ones um and it's one of the ones that can be really difficult if someone is depressed and again it's not not everyone everyone is different everyone's depression will be different but for me as i've said that social thing is one of the first things to go um and so you're losing that that connection so those things that can sustain that that mental well-being generally I can feel like just too much effort. Um, and this might be something that might be difficult to get your head around if you've not not kind of been there. It's not that you don't want to do them per se. Sometimes it might be. Um, but that enjoyment's gone. And for me, a big thing is the, the energy. The not feeling that I, it just can feel like such a mammoth task to do something quite simple. So having a shower, doing laundry, those kind of things can feel like such an effortful thing. And so some days depression looks like I just feel empty. I just I just want to sleep. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. Sometimes it looks like I'm really busy. I'm throwing myself into stuff because I want to to feel productive. Sometimes it looks like I can get to the gym but I'm only putting in like 20% effort. Sometimes it looks like I'm comfort eating because I want to, to feel something, I need some energy, I need whatever. It's, sometimes I'm laughing, I'm, I'm spending time with friends, I'm feeling good. It's It changes and it definitely is something that I found for me is in waves. Um, and as, I, as I've mentioned before I think when I had these, these depths, these depressive episodes and I kind of thought the rest of the time that I was not depressed but actually I was for the whole period because I would get to a point where I would be feeling okay and then not just uh, stop taking my antidepressants and I didn't expect that feeling to last and I wasn't sort of developing resilience I wasn't developing those kind of coping things to look after myself but anyway I, one of the things I really wanted to, to talk about and think about is self-stigma is something I have been thinking about so stigma are those kind of negative ideas that we can hold about a mental health condition and self-stigma is where you kind of turn them on the, yourself so it could be what have I got to be depressed about and that's something someone asked me when when I sort of said about being depressed after I'd just um first been uh diagnosed maybe um and they said what have you got to be depressed about but we can ask ourselves that when we look at other people who are worse off than us in in some way that we perceive they've been through something difficult they've got more challenges than we see for ourselves and we can say why am I feeling like this my life is great and sometimes that is the hardest thing because there might not be a clear obvious reason to you for why you are feeling what you are feeling and then we can beat ourselves up about that that I should be happy because I shouldn't be feeling like this and and I and I definitely I I do this and sometimes talking on the podcast I I have guests on who share their stories and sometimes I kind of think who am I (laughs) sort of be talking about mental health and sharing my story because, met what you know what have I been through and I've we've all been through stuff and I think that's the thing with mental health it's how you are feeling and what is going on for you it's not about comparing yourself even though <laughs> diagnosis is about kind of com- comparison it's kind of comparing yourself to you so when you are feeling well and you are able to experience life you're able to feel your you enjoy things you have energy you know if you're what we would kind of call mentally well on this um when we talk about on the podcast and it's comparing yourself to that it doesn't matter what other people are kind of feeling what they've gone through like if for you you are not in that mentally well space that's that's where that's where you are it's this idea of kind of meeting yourself where you are and not talking yourself out of the fact that things are difficult not diminishing yourself in and how you're feeling it's it's accepting how you feel that it's not where you would like to be where you've been before where you want to be and sometimes we cannot ask for support and and it is really <laughs> it's really hard to ask for support I still find it so difficult to reach out if I'm struggling um but if we are telling ourselves I shouldn't be feeling like this I should be happy I should hear you know, all of these shoulds and and all of these beliefs that we have about depression and I've got nothing to be depressed about then we can not reach out for that support because we don't think maybe that we're deserving of it that other people need it more and Actually, if you are struggling, then you deserve it. If you're not struggling, you deserve it. And it's it's not about who has things worse. It's about you, yeah, you're you're not where you want to be. You know, where you are now is difficult. And actually, if you want support, kind of reaching out for it, you deserve it. And and all of that, I probably didn't express that very (laughs) eloquently at all. So that's a, that's a kind of big thing. And I, I, as I said, I do struggle with it sometimes on the podcast and with my myself. And the other I want to talk about, again, it's about those beliefs that we have about depression. And I definitely catch myself doing these sometimes. So on the podcast, we have guests and they share their tips and there are amazing tips and there are things like a gratitude practice. There are things like journaling, there are things like meditating, there are things like exercising and these are things that I also talk about and recommend and they are great if you can get a consistent practice. They can be really good for that kind of preventative thing, for just maintaining that healthy mental space but (laughs) if you are in whatever way struggling with your mental health, and I'm talking specifically depression today, but it could be any anything really. It can make it so hard to stick to those practices. And the number of times I have picked up and put down journaling. I haven't written in my journal for probably months, to be honest. I haven't done my gratitude journal for weeks. And then it was only like an odd day. I, I, I really struggled to maintain a meditation practice, exercise I can do ish. I had a sort of period during lockdown where I just couldn't, because with depression, it, again, is that that numbness, is that lack of energy sometimes, and that that headspace, everything can feel like a mammoth task, and. For me, journaling, it might be that I I just can't bring myself to pick it up. It feels too much. Or that I don't even think of it, to be honest. And that days or even weeks can go by and I realise I haven't done that thing. And what is it that I tell myself when I do that? I don't say to myself, that's okay. You're having a tough time. You're having a tough time at the moment. And I don't give myself any grace. I don't cut myself any slack what I say to myself often is I'm lazy I can't keep a routine I'm so lazy I just give up I'm a quitter all of these kind of things and sometimes I am lazy (laughs) I'll admit but when you're depressed even if you're not in a, a depressive episode I still often fluctuate with my mood um I often struggle to kind of feel emotions and process emotions. And I think partly it might be depression. I think partly it's how I'm wired, my own kind of neurodiversity, which maybe is a topic for another episode. But, you know, actually, a gratitude journal is amazing if you can do it. But sometimes you can't. You can consciously know this is something that's going to help me and still not be able to do it or struggle to get that routine and it's one of the reasons that mental health conditions can be so difficult because and depression especially because all of the things that people recommend are helpful and that we recommend as well they take effort to do you know if you listen to any self-development I've been listening to more podcasts recently I was listening to one with Rachel Hollis um and And she did preface it with, this isn't for people who are struggling with with their mental health. But this idea about, you know, just having to stop the excuses and take action and and all of that. And a lot of self-development is very focused on that. You just need to just do it. Do that action. But sometimes you can't. Sometimes it is so difficult to do. And then if you are beating yourself up about it and if the messages you're hearing on podcasts is you just need to do this, you just need to do it, you just need to do this and everything will be okay. Well, (laughs) because there's that disconnect if I I just can't do it. So what does that mean? Does that mean I'm never going to be okay? Does it mean I'm never going to be able to do it? Is it because I'm lazy? Is it when all of those kind of questions coming back up? And and I guess I don't have a magic, <laughs> magic fix, I'm afraid. As I've said, I struggle. I struggle to maintain those routines. I struggle to keep those things in my life that I know help my mental health. But what I try and do, and it is a work in progress, absolutely. Because I think with depression, it's not... It may be for some people, but for me it's not, I was depressed, now I'm fine, and it's over. It is something that I probably will always have at some point, at you know, some level in my life, and that's not being defeatist, that's not being whatever, it's just that's kind of been my reality, <laughs> and I want to be able to manage it. That's my kind of goal. I'm not sure whether being able to completely recover from it is possible. Um, people might have different views on that but for me personally I kind of think it's something that I'm maybe predisposed to that is how I cope that's how I respond to situations so for me it's about managing it it is about trying to do these things to maintain my mental well-being and when I am depressed having other strategies to to try and help me cope One of the ones, a new recent one for me, but one that, um, is interesting is I am in therapy at the moment. I'm not on any medication at the moment. Um, and I try (laughs) and, and have these other things that help. And for me, exercise is a big one. I definitely need to sleep more. My nutrition is all over the place and I'm not really doing (coughs) meditating or journaling or whatever, because I guess I'm in a bit of a funk at the moment, um, as I'm sure a lot of people are with everything that you know that's happening um but yeah for me it's, it's about kind of managing these waves um whatever um and the biggest thing is for me it is about this balance of trying to be an idealist and a realist at the same time and so what I mean by that is trying to do those things that I know I I consciously know these things evidence says they help with mental health I know they help with my mental health so I that's the ideal I'm aiming to do those things that help me but the realist side of me is giving myself some grace cutting myself some slack that where I am is where I am you know what I'm feeling as much as I can feel it's <laughs> where I'm feeling it's is what I'm feeling and in the words of Natalie I've stolen this basically Natalie Christina has been on for that meeting myself where I am so yes it would be lovely to get a great night's sleep have a nutritious meal go to the gym have a shower but maybe that's not where I am today And maybe today it's just a little bit and and actually being okay with that and giving myself some grace, but still aiming for that ideal, if that makes sense. Because I think sometimes it can also, sometimes people talk about, you know, playing the victim or we can kind of get stuck in our limiting beliefs or we can get stuck in the labels that we tell ourselves. And I think to an extent that that, that's maybe true that you know if we're depressed we kind of like well I'm depressed so I, I can't I can't do it and it can be easy to kind of over identify with that and not challenge ourselves or kind of work towards stuff and it's this balance of trying to push ourselves but not beating ourselves up and I haven't got that figured out But that is the kind of the line that I'm walking if you like of that trying to be kind to myself and meet myself where I am but also trying to do those things that I know are going to help me and and some days go well some days not so much some days I I feel better I have a boost to my mood some days I feel really low or, or empty and and I think it's yeah it's that Giving yourself some grace sometimes. And if you listen to these episodes and you hear the advice and the suggestions, and you think, well, that's great, but... <sighs> I hear you, <laughs> because that's me as well. And there was something on a podcast I heard recently, and it was this, thinking that buts to you and Like, those sound great, and So rather than, those sound great, buts, I don't have the energy today. Maybe something like they sound great and I'll try tomorrow or I don't know I'm just trying I'm just winging this really (laughs) so but I, I I guess I sort of wanted to just talk a little bit about depression I'm probably will add some more to this because it's just a kind of stream of consciousness stuff that's coming out but for anyone who listens whether you are someone who is, is depressed has been depressed uh, or not sometimes you might hear the advice the tips the things that our guests say on this podcast on other podcasts in the media in books you read and I think sometimes it's really easy to then fall into that that trap of beating ourselves up when we don't stick to whatever that suggestion is and I think in some ways that is life it is hard to be consistent all the time and particularly I think when with something like depression because by its very nature it's a it can make you feel quite isolated and alone and can sap your energy and again this may not be true for everyone but definitely for me this, this is true and so I guess I want to come back to that idea of being kind to yourself, which is something I've talked about before. And walking that line of pushing yourself and trying to move forward, but meeting yourself where you are and being kind to yourself. And some days that will mean, I don't know, it will mean having a duvet day and eating all the chocolate, (laughs) something like that and sometimes that's necessary I think staying there forever that's where it's that need to kind of push ourselves um but I don't know hopefully this is in some way helpful if you are depressed if you've been depressed I would love to know if it has resonated with you if it's been helpful in any way if you've not been depressed if it's kind of helped you understand it a a bit maybe I don't know but also if you're someone who struggles to stick with these things that you know are good for you, hopefully it gives you that peace of mind or something or the permission maybe to be kind to yourself and say, like, that, that is okay. I can try. You know, I've, I've tried all today. This is what I need today. It's about that kind of tuning in to yourself and I it's a hard line to to walk it probably as many things do (laughs) sounds really easy and it's hard to really capture how difficult it can be to to try and balance those things and every day I guess all I can do is try is try and do those things that I know help me um, I can try and push myself and challenge myself, um, but I also have to kind of accept where I am in my life, in, in my journey, in that, in that kind of thing, um, and sometimes have a hard talk with myself, am I really struggling with mood, or am I just being a bit lazy, and sometimes Uh, I'm being a bit lazy and and can kind of push myself more and sometimes actually when I ask myself that question the answer is no I'm not being lazy this is honestly all I can do right now and I guess the hard lesson to learn as well as the self-awareness and learning to listen to yourself is being kind to yourself and giving yourself some grace and oh, it's hard. <laughs> um, I wish I had a magic, uh, you know, hey, this is what you have to do and life will be perfect. And sometimes I feel like that's the message that comes across in other books and podcasts and, and maybe even on this show sometimes. Um, but there isn't a magic fix. Um, there isn't a magic solution. And, you know, and I guess just speaking from myself and this is something I've said before with my depression it's very much numb flat empty it's like a roller coaster but you're not riding it it's just level it's just flatlined, if you like and yes I want to have the highs I want to have that joy and that happiness and the excitement and all the love and all that fantastic stuff at the top but I don't want to avoid the lows either, you know. And for me, my depression is not low, low. It's kind of just flat low, if that makes sense. I, I want to continue to grow and develop and move forward and learn lessons. And personally, I think those lows, those challenges can be really transformational. We can learn so much from them about ourselves, for others, about the world. They can be amazing tools for growth I don't want to be stuck in them for too long but I don't want to get rid of them either if that makes sense and I guess the depression itself is one of those challenges I think you know it's one of those things that it's kind of shaped who I am it frustrates me in many ways when I kind of look at my 20s and what I maybe would have loved to have done but didn't or couldn't, and it still frustrates me sometimes at things I find difficult. But also the strength and the resilience and the perseverance and all of that that I have developed through it. The purpose, the passion of supporting others, the understanding and being able to support young people who are experiencing it, and to really sort of be able to... I'm not saying that you can't empathize if you've not been there, but I think sometimes it's really powerful to be like, you know I, I've been I've been there and it doesn't mean you know what they're going through, but it means you can kind of really come alongside them and and support and it And so in many ways it has been amazing, an amazing gift. and in many ways it has been not <laughs> the opposite of a gift. Um, a massive burden, I guess but you know I think it's that idealist versus realist like this is my life it's trying to make the best of it it's trying to use it learn from it and just every day just trying whilst being kind to myself and uh, I guess we so I just took a phone call so I have no idea where I was at (laughs) what I was saying but um I guess yeah, ultimately it comes back to that message that that we always kind of have of meeting yourself where you are being kind to yourself and um yeah huh. so hopefully in some way this has been informative or helpful and uplifting and hopeful which is kind of what we, what we try for I don't know um maybe reassuring uh is, is a better word to kind of aim for um but I would I would love to hear your thoughts as always Uh, this is where I normally would thank someone but it was just me so thanks to (laughs) to myself and um I'm sure I will come back and I will talk about depression again in the future and probably uh not really more planned out that's not the right term because I tend to just I'm one of these people who live most of my life in my head. And I try for the podcast to speak from the heart, not from the head so much. So it it just kind of comes out, however it comes out, but maybe a bit bit more planned, a bit more in depth, I guess, if you have any questions or thoughts or whatever, then I'd be happy to try and cover those. But as I said, um, this is very much my own personal experience and perspective. Uh, If you want to find out more just generally about depression, then the MIND website is the one I always recommend because it has a lot of amazing information about various mental health conditions, the signs, symptoms, how to get support, uh, how to support a loved one who is experiencing it. And it is a UK-specific site, but the information is universal, so definitely one that I would recommend. And, yeah, I I would love to know your thoughts i'd love to know hey if you've got any tips on how to balance that line between being kind to yourself and challenging yourself when necessary then i would love to hear them uh, at psyche coaching P S Y K H E coaching across social media and yes i'll be back next week we've got two interviews as usual and i'll be joined by chandler and by marta that really doesn't tell you much does it <laughs> it's just the names but um I'm really pleased that we have a, a massive bank of uh, interviews to release and they are all amazing in their own ways and a lot of really varied topics. So I just hope you'll be back next week for, for more conversations and thoughts about mental wellbeing. I hope you have a good week as the, the kind of, I guess, the whole gist of this episode is being kind to yourself, but also <laughs> balancing that with sometimes needing to... Push yourself a little, and I feel like I need a little bit of both of those next week. As I said, Monday I have the week off. I need a little bit of being kind to myself and resting and nurturing myself, and a little bit of pushing myself to do things that I've been putting off for ages, and feeling a bit more of a sense of organisation or control in my life, or something like that. Uh, so that's what, <laughs> what I'm going to be thinking about this week. And um, yeah, I hope you, whatever you're up to, that you have a good week please do rate, review, share the episodes so more people can find it and be kind to yourself. And I feel like a broken record now, so I'm just going to sign off and say, have a good week. Take care. Bye.